0: Batteries to power. Turbines to speed.
1: You're ready to move on. You're listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. I am Nick Trellia.
0: I'm Caleb.
2: I am Rachel Kukaji.
1: All right, so week three, still haven't sent us home yet. Let's hope that it stays strong throughout. Also, beginning of our show here, we got to give you the Phil Andrews update. Caleb.
0: Yeah, so... Uh Captain Hussein only has eight followers. He's up one follower from last week, which is not a great increase. Um, In case some of you guys out there are wondering, this is actually a real Instagram page. (laughs) It exists, believe it or not. So So go follow it. (laughs) Yeah, he's real. Um, Go follow this page if you ever want to hear from Phil again. We sure do. (laughs) And
2: follow The Loft for weekly updates about our show. Shameless plug. (laughs) Yes.
1: And uh, also in other news... Our producer, Josh, is gone.
0: That's right. Speaking of COVID, yeah. he, is, uh, he is in quarantine right now. <laughs>
1: yeah, he does not actually have the virus, but he was like in contact with someone who did have the virus. Uh-huh. So he's just waiting it out for two weeks to make sure he uh, doesn't have any symptoms.
0: I guess it's been deemed better safe than sorry, huh?
1: Yeah. You could say he's uh, COVID
0: cool now. (laughs) That's my phrase.
2: (laughs) So he's in quarantine, but we actually don't know where he is. Although we have been sent some show prep material by Carrier Pigeon.
0: That's right. So we have got a great show here for you today. (laughs) Yes,
1: Josh is working (laughs) overtime. And to prove it, we are going to go right to Wacky World. Wow. I don't believe it. Well, there's something you don't see every day. So uh, speaking of elections, because we've got one going on in this country... Uh, let's talk about this Romanian election here. Romanian mayor wins election two weeks after death.
2: <laughs> Post-mortem win. <laughs> yes.
1: yes I, that might, maybe the first of whatever. This guy, Ion Aliman, <laughs> just won
0: his third Isn't that term. a thing
2: in chemistry? Ions. I, uh, <laughs> I, c-
0: I can confirm that Ions are a thing <laughs> in Resident chemistry. Chem major Caleb. <laughs> so,
1: Mr. Aliman... Just won his third term as the mayor of Deveselu, a village in southern Romania. Nice butchering. Th- thank you, thank you. Uh, his name was already on the ballots, and they couldn't be removed in time before the election. So he died right before it happened.
0: That's such a crappy election. If you can't like edit your ballots, like, <laughs> ev- like. <laughs>
2: so Nick, what is going to happen now? Because obviously, he can't.
0: Okay, so be the mayor. Th- can you hold office when you're dead? I don't
1: know. I. Probably not. Wait, wait. Didn't they do that in China where like the emperor was dead, but they like carted him around, and then his body started to smell. So they put the dead fish in the wagon behind the, the thing. So you know about that? No.
0: (laughs) This sounds completely made up. No, no, it's true. Look it up.
1: It sounds made up. So basically, uh, to make up for this, I mean, obviously they have a problem here. uh, Another election is going to be held. But I found this very interesting. The BBC calls Olivon's victory a ray of sunshine for his political party, which has lost several seats. It's like, your party's got to be going downhill pretty doggone fast if electing a dead guy is a ray of sunshine. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Yeah, moral victory. But yeah, that moral victory isn't going to. It's more,
0: more dead than the political parties in this country. <laughs> but
1: don't. Um, oh. Rachel, what you got?
2: Moving on. A drunken Texas man has his 13-year-old stepdaughter drive him for ice cream. Seems reasonable. Uh, So this Texas man was accused of letting his daughter drive them to get ice cream and is now facing charges. His name is Javier Martinez Aguilera. He's 42. And he was indicted on a felony charge of endangering a child and criminal negligence on Tuesday.
1: Any other personal information you want to share for Javier? (laughs) Well,
0: do you happen to know where he lives? Address.
2: So on September 9th, a police officer pulled over a 13-year-old girl driving an SUV. A police report says Martinez Aguilar was in the passenger seat. She was driving her stepfather to get ice cream because he was drunk, (laughs) the report said. (laughs) Apparently, the police stopped the girl in the first place because she failed to yield the right-of-way to a police vehicle, which nearly crashed into them, and according to the report.
1: (laughs) Proving again that women cannot drive. (laughs)
2: Definitely not when they're 13 and their co-pilot is a drunk 42-year-old. So the girl's sister came to give her a ride home. I'm not really sure why he didn't ask her to drive him to get ice cream because sounds like she was old enough to drive, but he later posted Bond. And that's all there is to the story.
1: So one way or the other, he got his just desserts. <laughs> no.
2: I don't think it's as funny as you think. I think it's hilarious. All right, Caleb, go. I don't think it means what you think it <laughs> <laughs> You're confusing that word. That's what
0: you think it means. So my story is parrots in Wildlife Park moved after swearing at visitors. So five parrots with a propensity to fly off the handle have been removed from public view at Lincolnshire Wildlife Park in eastern England England. after they started Underline. swearing at customers. Oh, dear. <laughs> It just went ballistic. They were all swearing, the venue's <laughs> chief executive, Steve <laughs> Nichols, said. I get called a fat blank every time I walk past, <laughs> Nichols complained. <laughs> the foul-mouthed birds were split up after they launched a number of expletives at visitors and staff just days after being donated to the British Wildlife Park.
2: <laughs> I wonder who they were around. <laughs>
0: I know, right?
1: You know all those British people.
2: <laughs> it's true.
0: They literally, within a very short period of time, started swearing at each other, Nichols said. He stated that F off is the most common one because, quote, it's very easy (laughs) one for them to learn, (laughs) but the birds will say, quote, anything you can think of. (laughs) Apparently, they were all learning from each other, too. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So most customers actually enjoyed the talent once the (laughs) parrots were displayed. Nichols said the visitors were giving them just as much back as they were giving to them. (laughs) However, Nichols added that they were a little concerned about the children. <laughs> you don't
2: say. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: So the birds have been separated, and the staff now hopes that the birds' language will become a little bit more family-friendly.
1: <laughs> Which in England, that just means get rid of the F word in there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it was probably a little elementary school class that taught them those words anyway.
0: <laughs> Does anyone else think it's a little suspicious that like all these birds came from, quote, different sources, and yet they all started swearing pretty much immediately upon it being introduced here?
2: Yeah, that's so odd.
0: Or is that just a British thing? Because it's
1: England, dude. <laughs> You know, British, you're like, like, top of the morning.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Top of the morning. (laughs) You.
1: (laughs) Hello, mother. (laughs) How nice you look (laughs) tonight. How's the weather? Good morning, your royal majesty.
0: (laughs) All right. That's that's I think we get the idea. And you're listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. And next, we're going to check in with Nick to see his conclusions from his fashion experiment.
1: Alrighty, so it's been uh, one heck of a week. I am glad that I don't have to dress up like that anymore. It really is a hassle, honestly.
0: What did you even wear?
1: Okay, so. Not
2: the outfits that were picked out for him. Uh,
1: that was only one day uh, <clears throat> today. I couldn't make it all the way through. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you only dressed for three days.
1: Well, the plan was to do four days, but unfortunately, the weather was kind of messy, and I had to go to work in the morning, and so I yeah, just put blame on... blame on the weather. I put on practical clothes, and I just didn't bother to change out of them. Cargo pants, long-sleeve shirt, rain jacket.
2: That's honestly not that bad. Some nice are as, as, as long as you're not wearing the, the sweatshirt with khakis combo again. Oh
1: I'll do it again just to spite you. Like tomorrow, I'm going to wear the khakis in the sweatshirt. I hope I don't see you. I dare you. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I heard some really interesting things. I kind of kept a journal of things that I heard said to me, said about me uh, with my new fashion style. Um, Not really the reaction I was expecting. Uh, What I heard was um, I'd be more hot with a bag on my head. (laughs) That's Ouch.
2: I heard someone say that she'd date your outfit.
1: (laughs) But not him. No. Nope. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people were, like, like laughing as I'd walk by. You know, they'd be
2: <laughs> <laughs> You looked great in the dark.
1: <laughs> thanks. Thanks. So, I, uh, I actually got some female attention for a little bit. I was actually talking with this girl. It was going, like, really well. And then she put her glasses on. And then, like, she just kind of lost interest. It didn't really go anywhere. Dude,
0: do you remember when I was standing with you outside Saga? And that one girl was talking with you, and she was like, Man... I wish I could find a guy as stylish as you. <laughs> but I'm a guy as stylish as me. Apparently, not to her.
1: Yeah, it must be the it must be the face. I don't know.
2: Didn't someone else ask you to give their boyfriend fashion tips? Yeah, that was
1: <laughs> that's rough. <laughs> yeah, th- this did not really go as expected, honestly.
2: The other thing, the other problem you had. Tell him about the pants.
1: Okay, so on one of the days, I was supposed to wear like I I, I almost hate to admit it it is a thought so terrible i scarcely dare give it utterance like skinny jeans oh my god they were not Ugh. that skinny they they looked painted on they could not fit my <laughs> giant quads would not fit in these jeans uh-huh. i don't think that's them being skinny uh-huh. i just think they
2: were a size too small
1: i don't know but they they were they were not working but out but did you rip out
0: of them like the hulk i
1: i probably could have <laughs> <laughs> I should have worn to the gym this morning. And go be at the
0: gym. I can leg press. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> if you had walked in there with skinny jeans, I probably would have just picked up my water bottle and left. <laughs> I was like, I can't be seen with this. No. <laughs>
1: yeah, so I think it was like a learning experience for me. Uh, learned to to stay in my lane and, and uh, <laughs> dress like a I, just practically. I think just <laughs> like a what? <laughs> I I, I can. I, I was gonna say slob, but I was like that's a little. <laughs>
0: And you heard it here first, folks. I don't think I dress
1: like More like, like
2: a, a s- cardboard box. Oh.
1: <laughs> You're listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. So, speaking of other things that shouldn't have been published, namely the, the fashion segment, uh, book titles. That's something that I think would be pretty hard to screw up. I think it'd be kind of fun to come up with interesting titles. That's like one of my favorite things about writing papers here is like coming up with clever titles for my papers and stuff. But... um As with most things, there are people who find ways to screw it up. So, here are 13 of the absolute worst book titles of all time, in no particular order. Here we go. Reusing Old Graves, a report on popular British attitudes. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Yes. I I, I said it. Um, Everything I know about women, I learned from my tractor. (laughs)
2: It's not as bad. You don't think so?
0: <laughs> Wait. He learned about women from his tractor? Yeah. High too. maintenance, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Everything I want to do is illegal.
0: I can identify with that. <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. <laughs> not actually.
1: <clears throat> uh, this one's really good, actually. Mommy drinks because you're
0: bad. Quality religious books for children. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Hold on. What religion is that? <laughs> no Please idea. tell me. <laughs> Dude, I have no idea.
1: Uh, old Attractors and the Men Who Love Them. Um, how to Raise Your IQ by Eating Gifted Children.
0: Wait, what? <laughs> yes. That sounds I, I think, like... okay, okay. Looking at the title of this book on the cover, mm-hmm. How to Raise Your IQ by Eating is in red. Uh And then Gifted Children is in green. So I think it's supposed to be like a subtitle. It's just very poorly designed. I'm going to say it's... If you read it, though, it does say how to raise your IQ by eating gifted children. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm.
2: It's like that, um, a modest proposal. All
1: right. um, Anybody can be cool, but awesome takes practice. (laughs)
0: I, I uh, I've been practicing. You've, yeah, well, I yeah. can tell.
1: <laughs> Rachel could use some practice. But.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, this. I don't. I don't think you're in any any position to speak, Nick. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say
2: that, but
1: uh. Uh, This one's really good. If God loves me, why can't I get my locker open, <laughs>
0: <laughs> dude? Okay. I have, like, four different lockers on campus, and they all have the same padlock, and I can never remember which combination <laughs> goes with which one. <laughs> I, uh, I feel this one deeply.
1: <laughs> and, uh, do you need to read the book?
0: <laughs> yes, I think so. Uh,
1: number nine, castration, the advantages and disadvantages. <laughs>
0: I'd, I'd, <clears throat> I'm actually intrigued. <laughs> How
1: I, about you, Rachel? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what the disadvantages are. Like, <laughs> I can't think what? of any. Um, moving on. <laughs> Hitler, neither vegetarian nor animal lover. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> wasn't he? Wasn't he like vegetarian or something? Isn't that the? I thought he was vegetarian, but was apparently. He? He's not.
2: You guys are both looking at me like I would know. (laughs) And this is the girl who didn't know Clarence Thomas was black a year ago.
1: (laughs) Number 11. Who cares about elderly people?
0: (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah, I know.
1: (laughs) There it is right there, Kelly. Just scroll
0: past it. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, man. That's so so poorly named. I know. Because you could read it as like. Who cares about elderly people? Or like, who cares about elderly people? Or like Jerry Seinfeld.
1: Who cares about elderly people? (laughs) 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 Uh, Number 12. It's our honey. (laughs) (laughs) Elaine, no. uh, Who cares about elderly people? Thinking (laughs) B. Number 12. (laughs) Fancy coffins you can make yourself. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> I never knew you were so good at sounding like Jerry Seinfeld
1: In One of my many hidden talents <laughs> We can very clearly see And you could probably very clearly hear at home When I'm doing the Seinfeld impression Because the waveform just goes way up <laughs> Alright, and last but not least Cooking with poo Yummy tummy cookie cutter treats
2: What? No, no, we cannot do that. It's
0: a Winnie the Pooh cookbook. <laughs> Cooking with Pooh. <laughs> yeah. That's what I want my Yeah. Perfect. A publishing editor read that and
1: said, can't misunderstand that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: why don't you have these um these other book ones? I like these better. The How to Text and Drive Faster, the last self-help book you'll ever need. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, no. How about Are Women Human and Other International <laughs> Dialogues? International. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, so uh, <laughs> the manly art of knitting. <laughs> Picture
0: on this cover is a cowboy knitting on top of his horse nothing john wayne
1: knitting on his horse (laughs) Uh oh yeah so now i'm gonna feel better about some of my paper titles what do you think
0: oh definitely definitely i think i think my some of mine do rival these but um Mm -hmm. uh yeah i do feel a little better right now yeah i've had a couple of stinkers
2: (laughs) moving on you're listening to the loft on radio free hills 101.7 fm I'm Rachel G and now our my co-host, or one of my two co-hosts, Nick Trelia, is going hey, to introduce me. a new game. Yes,
1: yeah, so this is a variation on the Florida Man quiz that you all know and love. This is called Florida Man or Congress Man. So uh, I've taken some news headlines or some news stories and taken out the first part of it's going to be Congress or Florida that's missing. So I'm going to read you the headline. And then you have to tell me whether it was a congressman or a Florida man, all right?
0: I'm looking forward to this. I'm definitely going to lose. Here we go. (laughs) Your
1: name is your buzzer, so buzz in as soon as you think you have the answer. Here we go with number one. Man spits tobacco juice into man's eye during argument. Has duel with cane and tongs. Definitely.
0: Oh, Kalib (laughs) is definitely a congressman. Rachel?
2: Hmm. Yeah, we're gonna go with Congressman as well.
0: You are both
1: correct. <laughs> so, in 1798, Matthew Lyon of Vermont spit tobacco juice into Connecticut Representative Roger Griswold's face. Griswold, understandably, began beating Lyon with his wooden cane. <laughs> Lyon grabbed a pair of fire tongs, and the two went at it. What were they arguing about? France, of course.
0: <laughs> well, they they fought more than France ever did.
1: Did <laughs> it <laughs> put up more of a fight? <laughs> oh, that's true. <clears throat> Here we go. Man lands gyrocopter on Capitol Hill. It's Florida, man. What do you think, Rachel? It's got to
2: Well, it's Capitol Hill.
1: But it's
0: Florida, man.
2: <laughs> Congressman.
1: Khalid, you got it. It's a <laughs> Florida man. 60-year-old mailman who wanted to bring attention to corruption in the Senate by <laughs> landing a gyrocopter. He was going postal, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right <clears throat> number three man publicly urinates in cloakroom bucket
0: congressman <laughs> i'm gonna go with congressman rachel yeah, congressman Congre-
1: you're both correct <laughs> strom thurman filibustered the civil rights act of 1957 for a record 24 hours and 18 minutes and once you leave the floor for any reason your time is yielded and the vote happens so, oh. Strom circumvented this little issue by having an intern place a bucket in the Senate cloakroom so he could keep one foot inside the chamber and <laughs> relieve himself.
0: That's dedication right there. I was That's thinking... the dedication we need in political offices But he today. was trying to stop the Civil Rights Act, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still dedication. <laughs>
2: I was thinking, only in the Congress would there be a cloakroom. Right. Ah, true. <laughs> that cued me up.
0: <clears throat> okay, oh. just to recap here, I think I'm at three, and Rachel's at two. So. Yep.
1: yep. Here we go. Number four. Man requests scene where he committed murder made a national park.
2: Florida man.
0: Um... What do you think? That's gotta be Florida man, yeah.
1: It is a congressman! Oh my gosh. Okay, so, Philip Barton Key, who was the son of Francis Scott Key, had an affair with the wife of Representative Daniel Sickles, which culminated in Sickles shooting keys to death outside the White House. Sickles got off by pleading temporary temporary insanity and fought for the union in the civil war when he returned to congress after the war he only got two things done one he got gettysburg turned into a national park and the other memorializing the site where he killed key
0: <laughs> oh my gosh
1: <laughs> and it's still there like you can go see it today like it's just a little square it's like this is where uh francis got key's son got murdered oh my whoa <laughs> that is like the ultimate flex that is intense mm-hmm. yeah so here you go. Score is still three to two. <clears throat> all right. For all the marbles, I guess, Rachel, all you can do is tie. But here we go. Yep. <clears throat> man dressed in bull onesie, arrested trying to burn down house with ray goo sauce. Okay,
0: that's definitely Florida, man. That's gotta be Florida, if man. If that's a congressman, believe it or not, my esteem of this political is <laughs> <It's> still declining. <laughs> it's just, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, fortunately, you are correct. It is Florida uh, man. Yes. All right. <laughs> Broke into a house and tried to burn it down by making it look like a cooking
0: accident. <laughs> oh. With ragu. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know what the bull onesie is. choice.
2: No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why the bull onesie? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> like, where even can you get one of those?
0: Amazon? In Florida at any store, apparently. Probably yeah.
2: Amazon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, Caleb, you take it by a score of... 4-3. 4-3,
0: that's right. Mm-hmm. Sweet. This is the second week in a row I've won the game. It seems like put that out there. I had the hot he hands. He does
2: have more experience, I will say. Yeah,
0: but I had the hot hand season one, but it looks like
1: Caleb is pulling out season two. That's right. Strong lead on the games. So thanks again for listening to The Loft on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Please, please, please follow the Instagram, Captain Usain, so we can get a proof of life call from Phil. And uh,
2: and follow The Loft on Twitter and Instagram at The Loft 101.7
1: Thank you very much for listening and tune in next week.